Welcome to Love Fly Podcast. Paul Tizard, Fairy Fly Coach. And welcome back to, I think it's your third podcast with you, Michael Taloni. Welcome back, mate. to be back Paul it is my third and uh I you know haven't been on for a little while so I was uh, looking to get back on yeah uh, so what do you want then yeah <laughs> <laughs> I want help I need more help <laughs> ah no so so for those who may recognize Michael so Michael was on a re one of the quite early ones and then you came back and did something with Captain Steve where we did something like all the questions you'd want to ask and you sort of grilled him and um and, and now you're back so i'm really yeah so so maybe for those who are catching you for the first time perhaps you could give us a mini sort of like this is what my situation was and this is where i am now and then we'll get into sort of what your story is now give us a bit of an update yeah sure so about i would say about a year and a half now i was traveling with my family and uh just you know fear of flying like the like everyone else just scared of the whole thing trying to you know hard to give up control the whole thing so uh we were on a return flight and uh you know sat there drinking all day and you know just was disgusted with myself that my family had to see me this way and was just tired of it so came back from that trip found paul looked around for you know uh, fear of flying help came across love fly and started with the program then took a flight after that and it it right away helped me because of Paul and, and Steve, Captain Steve, my favorite pilot, giving me all the info that I, I needed to know. So for me, it was the information that made me feel better. And that's it. And it, it's just been a continual process since. Um, I recently, a friend of mine who I know, you know, one of my best friends for, for 40 years, had been asking us to go on vacation, you know, couples and the whole thing. And I was always very hesitant, obviously, because of the flying, and he had just uh, asked me recently to go see a concert in Nashville, which from New York is not a big flight, two hours, you know. So I said, you know what? I said yes right away before I even had a, a chance to think about it and told my wife, and she, you know, it was great. And so what I'm seeing is, uh, you, you know, and uh, I've told you before, my, my goal is to get over to Europe to get to uh, England yeah. first. Yeah, we haven't seen you yet. You know, yes. we're we're holding you to that. So just before we get into that, let's yeah. get into your. You you said that there was two things that people might be thinking. So I'm curious how you found Love Fly because I'm just I'm interested whether it was the podcast or some other way. And secondly, you did a program. I and I can't remember what you did. Whether it was a webinar or you did the thirty day I, program. I did. I actually did both. I did the oh, webinar, right. okay. thirty day program. I found it. I guess through Google. I just searched. You know, fear of flying. Uh, it took me right to Facebook. I immediately joined a group and I started reading and right away, just the sheer amount of people who say and think pretty much the same thoughts that you have, that you thought you were suffering alone, right away that made me feel like so much better. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, so so that and, and then, you know, just continuing to read. Oh, and I also read your book, so I can't get enough of you. I read I read the book, <laughs> I read everything, so... I, I I like knowledge. The the more yeah. I know about it, the better. Some people don't like that, but I like to know about the 
the ins and outs and and that's why i just kept going with it so yeah i was worried that uh, so i don't know how much duplication there is because there's only so many ways you can talk about turbulence there's only so many ways you can talk about you know takeoff landing the stages of flight and stuff and so my my big fear is that people will start hearing the same old nonsense coming out but uh, and as you've sampled everything i'm hoping that you're not getting I, too much I actually repetition. i will say no because uh in my mind I need that constant reassurance mm. of reading and listening to it again. I've listened to all the podcasts. I've listened all to all of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in since, like you said, I, I was probably, I think I was like in episode 30 or 35, somewhere around there. So I, I was pretty early on. And, you know, everyone's story is different. So you can extract information and, and different things from everybody's story, you know? So, yeah. Um, that lady, uh, the, the last podcast, I think her name was Gina, uh, was saying how she took certain and was listening to certain songs as she took off and uh, wore a certain bracelet. I mean, to hear people, you know, going through the same sort of things that you're going through, it's 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 just reassuring and people are doing it, you know, together. And the, the, the fact that you can read this stuff and, hey, you know what, follow my flight or do something like that. It just makes you feel that much better. Mm, so, yeah, I love all that. I think people yeah. have been amazing. And, and also the, the stories. So I try and get a mixture of, you know, technical stuff and people's stories, because often people will share tips. So I've learned tons from listening to people say, oh, I did this and I do that. And I think, oh, that's a, a good way, you know. So, yeah, I love people's stories. So I interrupted your flow. So your goal is to get to Europe. And I think you're a Man United fan, if I remember right that's absolutely correct and i want to get over there and i want to get over to italy uh like i said before in the other podcast my dad was born there so i just want to see uh you know i want to get over there and see what's what's happening so i think what i'm doing now i think with, with me saying yes to that to, to to this most recent trip i think i'm checking boxes off that i thought i could never do so basically mm. The first one was to obviously be comfortable and have my family fly with me and, you know, not not feel anxious looking at me. So, OK, fine. We, we you know, we got kind of through that one. My wife and I have never flown without the children. So that was another one I was yeah, able yeah. to check off with this trip. Uh, uh, Don't I just say, Michael, by the way, I saw that picture you posted of you and your partner. Yeah. And there's a bit of a, you know, a celeb vibe about the two of you. you know, I was looking, I thinking, am I looking at the Beckhams? It, you look, <laughs> you both look stunning. And I was thinking, oh, this is you two on a flight, just, well, she, you know, popping somewhere. She I makes thought. me look good. I just, I'm just hanging on. I, you know, <laughs> how, do they, how, do, how do they say I, I outkick my coverage? If, if that's a, uh, that's an easy, um, another way of saying that she is, uh, you know, above me. <laughs> yeah, we say punchy. We said yeah. punching. I don't know if that's what you maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not saying that, that, that you're a beautiful human as well, Michael. Just to be clear, you know. So, but I yes, agree. they look like the you look like the glam couple, uh, relaxing on this flight. And I thought, oh wow, look at those yeah. two. You'd never think that you'd have a fear of flying looking at you on that picture, you know. I mean, it it really is uh, for me. It's been like I said, the, just the, the the gaining of the knowledge, the information. Uh, look. I'm not going to say I'm 100% cured. I'm not, not going to say that I still don't think of things, but I'm, I'm able to calm myself down. No alcohol on this flight. I, I, I just drank, you know, a, a nice cup of coffee. I mean, it's a quick flight anyway, 
So now what I'm thinking is now I want to I want to go on a a, little, a bit longer flight. Uh, my wife's looking to go to Aruba, so you know that 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 for me would be the next step to get out of the two two and a half hour flight range. You know. So you put yourself kind of like a window around that that time frame. You kind of yeah, you're so, right with that. Yeah. 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 Like. Uh, I'm so used to now I've taken so many flights in that time frame. I know exactly what's what's happening and, you know, being familiar with the noises and what's happening when and sort of like when you're going to make the approaches and all that stuff. So but I'm not I'm not there the whole time thinking about all that. I'm actually able to relax and just sit there. You know what I mean? And mm. just, you know, in my thoughts, but just knowing it is good. Now I want to take it to the next level and see maybe a four hour flight or a four and a half hour flight before my, you know, my, my final destination of, uh, of Europe. So, uh, yeah, again, just be careful you know. with your terminology there, you know, in terms of final destination. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah just, yeah. you know, just, just oh, putting I, it out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not final. Uh, so what do you want to come and tell us about this, this, uh, podcast and what's your, cause you gave us, you've given us lots of little bits of wisdom uh, in the other podcasts and your questions have always been great. I'm curious, what are you gonna what are you gonna give us this time? You know, apart from the fact you're really motivated and you know, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, tips wise, you mean like what I do now to uh, to yeah, because you said now. sometimes you get you know you sense you get some thoughts and you have to do something. I breathe, you know, I I, I sort so, of meditate a little bit. So what what are the triggers then? So what what things are still kind of popping into your head that you have to sort out? For me, it's always anticipatory, like getting, waiting, wait, waiting to go to the airport, uh, waiting to get on the flight, uh, things of this nature. I, to be honest, it, it, it's everything though. It's in my whole life. It's not just the flying, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm like that with sort of like everything, but it, it, because I'm a little nervous flying that the, the waiting around for me is the, is, is the, uh, is the worst part. So I, that's when my mind starts to race. When I'm, when I'm moving around, when I'm, when we're getting there, when uh, we're putting the ba- the, uh, the tags on the bags and going through security, you, you know, your mind's occupied. So you're not really thinking about all this, you know, all of the other stuff that the noise in your head, uh, but even in the morning time this time. Uh, so like I said, we flew without the children this time. It was just my wife and I, what was fun though, is we, there was four couples. We all met at my buddy's house. We took the bus down. So again, it, there was a lot of movement, and my mind was was preoccupied. So there was I, I wasn't nervous and got on the flight. The flight was great. So that just just I can picture myself on the plane now, sitting in the seat and relaxing. I, I was not able to do that before. So I think mm. having that picture picture in my head. I'm able to calm myself down beforehand. For me, that that's the main thing is just staying calm and not getting too wrapped up in the thoughts. So yeah. that's uh, that that's what's been the biggest biggest help for me. Mm. So what, how how do you do that then? What what's your little your process? I'll think of uh, I'll think of some of the music I play. I'll think of uh, my favorite beach destination. I love to be on the beach, uh, sitting there listening to a book or listening to the music and i picture myself there and that sort that that will calm me down knowing that there's well 150 to 200 other people having to do this necessary thing to get where we need to go 
that helps me now too the crowd in the airport doesn't get to me anymore it's just part of the process like you know we you know we've heard from you and from other people it, it's just part of the journey and what else another thing too is two and a half hours used to seem like an eternity to me or you know by the time everything's said and done six hours because you have to be there two hours before you know the whole thing so mm. the six hour process i would sit down and 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 just be like that's that's an eternity yeah but now i'm able to because i'm a little more relaxed you know it's like hey if I leave at six in the morning, by twelve o'clock in the afternoon, I'll be where I need to be, and and that's how I kind of, you know, what I'm doing is everything. I'm I'm taking one step at a time. Get to the airport first, get checked yeah. in. Once yeah. once I do that, I'm pretty comfortable. So you know, uh, I just like to be there early. I don't mind, you know, if if I'm sitting there a little too long, it's better than rushing and being late. Yeah. So having your stuff in order too helps. Mm. So you get there early, you have your stuff in order. Do you do anything else in terms of, you know, you, 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 I love the imagery. That's really nice tips. Do you use the checklist or anything like that? I've not needed that. I, I absolutely do. You know, making sure, making sure that you, making sure that you have, see for me, my checklist in my head, so I learned from the checklist, but my checklist in my head is just making sure I have everything ready to go. Mm. Right. Then mm. sitting there, relaxing, breathing, you know, making sure I'm buckled in, whatever, all of that stuff. Uh, this is what's going to happen at 1500 feet. You know, Pete Higgins listening to him say the, you know, the whole the, the noise abatement thing, the, the engines, the, the wheels going up, all of that stuff. So I do go through that in my head still, you know, the stages of flight. Yes, I know all of that. And believe me, I have it. it it's all right there. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's it's helpful. The the one thing I could just say to every, you know to to everyone listening is, don't don't think you have it beat. Uh, you have to keep at it. And that's why when you said, oh, the message become you know you're worried that the messages become repetitive. For me, the the more I hear it, the better I feel actually. Mm -hmm. So that's why I just keep saying those things in my head. And you know, and then uh, once I settle in, and I for, for the most part I'll. I'll watch a movie. I'll do something just to keep the, the mind occupied. But, yeah. you know, it's, other people can't do that. So that's why the, the checklist is important. Uh, you know, get yourself a, a, a cup of water, a bottle of water. It'll serve two purposes. If the turbulence happens, you could look at it. And then also you keep yourself hydrated. And, you know, you, you do things that make you more comfortable. Uh, again, like what you used to say is if you can get a seat where you want to be, that's always helpful. Now, I used to do it because I thought it was safer somewhere in the plane. That's not why I do it now. I just do it for the comfort. We got first row seats. I just do it for the comfort and that's it, you know, but in, 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 on that shorter flight, that's not first class. That's just, you know, uh, we fly jet blue. So it's just, uh, more room for the, for the legs. Yeah. So I like that. And you know, they're good airline. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I've heard that. I've yeah, never flown with them, but I've heard they're good. Yeah, the the all of the uh, the the flight attendants are, are wonderful, and you know, uh, this time I didn't even look at the pilots. I just went and sat down. You know, usually I'm I'm like trying to look at look at the pilots, making sure there are some counting them. Yeah, two. Oh, <laughs> two. <a> good <laughs> Thank goodness. But yeah. I also think that I could hop in in case I, in case they ever need a third pilot. I well, of course, yeah. I mean, we we there's plenty of there's plenty of you. 
I know it's become a bit of an old joke now, but it, it is the stand-in pilot thing in the, in the audio book was deliberately that because I used to hear people say that that I'd be on, I'd be on duty ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not you were that guy anymore. I uh, let I trust them, let them do what they have to do. Mm. And I did watch that YouTube video. Uh, somebody posted it about the uh, the long haul flight, the behind the scenes with the long. Oh yeah, flight. yeah. Any good? Oh man, it was great. It really is to see, you know, them take the the sleeping quarters and and what actually goes into it. It that's pretty informative too. So that also makes you want to take that sort of flight. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. there's so much uh, preparation involved, and and you are really taken care of. So yeah. Do you mind if I ask you a personal question, Michael? Sure. Are you doing any sort of rituals still? So, for example, do you have to tell the crew when you go on board, or do you have to have any lucky items with you, or sit in certain seats, or anything like that? No. Nothing. Nope. <sighs> no. Hey. Uh, and that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's really it's it's so nice not to not to do that. It really is. I, you know, I was never the one that wasn't going to get on the plane. Mm. necessarily I, w- I would battle through it because i was so used to it um but it's nice to have a calm mind and just get on there and just you're doing it for a reason and and that's it we we went to see a you know red hot chili pepper concert so it was uh when you have when you're thinking about what what the destination is and how much fun you're gonna have then it's you know it's it's easier you know? yeah i think it helps because it is i say this all the time but it is just a journey you know it that's it. We give it too much. I mean, personally, I love it. For me, the trip, I don't care if it's just a little jolly through work, the airport, the aircraft. I love all of that. You know, I can't can't wait. But I know for some people it's not like that. And then I think you know, the, the goal is to get it to be a non-event and treat it like any other form of transport. Because that's all it is, isn't it? I enjoy, when you think about it, I enjoy the speed of the takeoff. I mean, it, it really is... You know, I'm looking out the window now. You're appreciating what what mm. is actually happening, and you know what, the the skill and 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 everything involved in it. The machine itself, the you know the aircraft itself. I mean, uh, when you start to look at it like that, then you're like, yeah, man, this is this is pretty cool, and uh, you know, I'm able to not not look at it and you know, and, and just cower, you know, in fear. Yes. Um, yeah. But. Uh, Again, so, the, the, the the I'm taking it. Uh, I, that's also maybe a good plan for people, maybe to take little steps here and there. Not that that's my plan, but you know, I'm you guys say the same thing. You do little things at a time, practice mm, flights or whatever. Mm. I'm just taking it where now I'm going to go to the next level. I'm going to fly internationally. Um, you know, take longer flight and and take it. You know, one at a time. Am I going to freak out on one of those flights? I don't think so, but. Uh, you know, I can better cope with it now. Yeah, yeah. So your upcoming flight, how long is the next one that your partner's planning for you? <laughs> uh, that's Aruba. So that's, Aruba, uh, right. yeah, four, I guess four and a half hours from New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Not I, bad. I'm almost, yeah. at the, I'm almost at the six and a half, seven hour threshold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple more hours, you'd be in the UK. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, if you told me Captain Steve was my pilot, I'd get on the plane right now. Would you? Yes, I would. Yes, I absolutely would. I guarantee you that I would get on that plane. Why? Because I I know, you know, we, we've spoken a few times and, and 
not that I couldn't trust anyone, but I know him. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. know, you know, I've spoken to him about things. And I, I don't know. It's just maybe that would make me feel just a little better to know, you know. But uh, I'm going to get on that flight. There's no question. Uh, there's no question we're going. So uh, I want to see all of those sites and to, to let the, the ride on the plane, which, you know, really is, if you think about it, you know, everyone knows the, the statistics. It's uh, it's silly to let that stand in your way. Yeah, the statistics of, I've never, every now and then I kind of make an effort to memorize them, but then I realize that actually it's a very small percentage of people that it, it reassures them because in I can tell you that you'll never have anything happen to you, but the nervous brain will hear, but yeah. I might. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the statistics don't make much difference. So it's it's that I think it's that inner thing. You know what I mean? It's sort of like come what may, I'm going on that flight. And of course, there's a slight risk something could happen, but in the scale of things, and you know, it, it's pretty unlikely. But it's just it it gets all out of whack, doesn't it? So this is the phrase I'm bringing in because I heard it from one of your American, you know, you know fellow love fly community people. You know, because it's all out of whack. So uh, get, get out of whack, it, yeah. Say it like a like a like an American as well. What a whack! <laughs> well, you know, the world we're international now. You know, you see, that's so the, right. The Facebook group's got people from all over the place, which is just I love that. We're getting nearly a thousand people now. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's growing so much, and you know, every week when you post on a Monday or so, you know, new new members, mm. and you know, and and again, there's no need to be bashful. And saying, I remember you first saying to me, not a lot of guys would ever admit that they, you know, have have some sort of fear. And, you know, there's men in there. There's men yeah. in there. You know, it's not it's not anything to be uh, ashamed of or uh, it's it's something to to get out of your system and, and help yourself by by learning. And mm. that's that's what I do. So I'm not I'll say it, I'll scream it from the mountaintop if I have no, to. So good. I, and I, I genuinely like to help other people when you see you know when you read some of those that are the people are struggling and, and you know they're, they're just absolutely terrified to get on that flight you feel for them because you know yeah. you've been through it and you know yeah. how bad it is and you don't want to let anybody down you don't want to let yourself down you don't want to let your you know your, your wife your husband your partner your children that that's to to to, to see their faces sometimes you know that that really was the catalyst to uh yeah. you know to get myself better and uh well life's life's very short isn't it and i see and i see some people so this is my i always say that i'm gonna say this again so anyone listening to this if you've got flights coming up you know get do stuff uh you know start the day do something small every day and keep doing that stuff you know i mean i don't know what your maintenance pro program is like now in terms of keeping fearless but i think it's one of those things which you just can't let it back in it's a bit and i know it's a rubbish comparison but it is like exercise isn't it you could you can do really well for a while and then you sort of let it slip and go ah it doesn't matter it and completely you, is and you lose you know, it yeah what i do is i check in on the page I, you know i look every day and i see people's stuff every day you know you're reading the things and you know I, I i communicate with you now and then on there you know i throw some comments on there but i do that listen to the podcast all the time because again the stories from from professionals to people like me the all that different information mm. i i can't get enough of it so for me that's what i i need to do you know there's no there's no there's no end to what you can learn 
So everyone's going to have a different story or a different way of looking at it. Now, yeah. I never had to have a certain song playing when I took off. But you know what? Y you do certain things and you're like, well, what? you know what? It, that's sort of what I used to do with, with other things. So to hear someone has that sort of thing, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's just reassuring to hear someone else have, have that. You know. Yeah, normal stuff. And, and everybody's on there. It's just, you know, they're all capable, intelligent human beings. And I used to find, when I used to do the, the big, large group courses that I taught people, I said, oh, what do you do then? They said, oh, I'm a professor at this, or, I'm a, you know, I'm a teacher, or I'm a police officer, or fire, you know, whatever they call it now, fire, fire brigade, paramedic, you know, all these people do responsible jobs, psychologists, coaches come on the course because you know sometimes we need to sort of go you know I, I can't do this on my own and uh, I think I love the way that everyone's helping each other in the love fly Facebook group it's just it'd be great if we so be, humbling I would love to see a uh, a couple of um, in uh, live in person some some seminars that'd be great so we are going to do some more webinars but I think there is something to be said for the face-to-face -face thing yes but it takes a little bit of organizing and if you read that page enough you start to become familiar with the names mm. you know of the people so you kind of know the people and then to, to actually see someone live and then speak to them about this it, it, you know that would be kind of it would be kind of cool like, yeah well Gita, Gita suggested them. yeah well you can come have a bit because uh, i'm fiona comes over we're gonna go and have a tepid, you know. She, we're gonna have a go and meet in a pub, have that's a tepid it. beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And and again, that's a uh, that's a goal, and uh, that's something to work towards. And that's what keeps you going. I mean, uh, you know, look at you. You wake up every day. You're helping people. No, it's great. I mean, it's one of those things that it's when I took a break from it, which I did for about a year, and. I missed it, and also, I, I people started to email me. So I was, you know, I went off the grid a bit for about twelve months, and I was getting emails from people saying, I, you know, I did your course and you know, like ten years ago or whatever, and need a bit of help. You know, they basically track you down because everyone's findable, aren't they? And yes. and it yes. just and I just was sort of reminded at how much I enjoyed it. I think with the the group courses, I lost sight of the fact that you've been able to help individuals. So being able to talk to people like you now, doing the podcasts, and also been doing the, the last year doing the, the masters, and just I've just done finished off the research now. Um, I literally submitted it just before our call today. Way, and uh, that was really interesting as well. So I got to speak to five people. I won't say who they are, and and sort of. We did some coaching or just to sort of see you know what was it useful and things just because i wanted to test out some theories yeah and it's just been so illuminating you know so i've, I've re had the interest been rekindled completely and talking to you now is really motivating for me i find it it really interesting to hear people's stories so more yeah. for more come forward please let's have some more you know real people telling their stories we've got a few in the can at the moment yeah. And I've already got episode 100 recorded. So we're up to about 95, 96 at the moment. Yeah. Episode 100 is I got a whole bunch of pilots. I've got Captain Ron from Fearless Flight, yeah. uh, Alon from Simply Fly, he came yes. on. And, uh, and then there's 
So Captain Steve couldn't make it. So we've got Pete Legg and they've got Emma Henderson, uh, you know, Captain Emma from the EasyJet thing. Yeah. And Adele from who used to work at Virgin. She now works for the CAA. What about so, Captain Chris now? You just you just had him recently on Captain Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh I've been trying to get him on, but he hits so many people that he put yeah. you know, write to him every day that it's taken a year for him to sort of like go, Yep, yeah, right, I'm on it now, you know. And that was that was great, you know. It's it it such a yeah. such a lovely yeah, he was such a lovely guy. I didn't know what he'd be like, but I had had a chat with him before and I've seen him there's another site called Not Just Crew that does stuff. They were set up by a couple of ex-cabin crew guys who wanted to help people because so many people lost their jobs during the pandemic. And that membership group's up to like 11 or 12,000 now. And uh, you know, I heard Chris on that one being interviewed and I thought, oh, he'll be a, he'll be a great guest, you know, and uh, yeah, he, he, was, he was great. Following him on Instagram, you know, uh, seeing the behind the scenes in, in the cockpit and stuff, like for me, again, that's that's so reassuring to see they're just you know kind of hanging around in there you know when you when you don't see it i used to picture them like you know like just holding on to the to, holding on to the obviously it's not a steering wheel but holding on you know like oh paying attention every second not that they're not paying attention but you know what i mean it just looks like a relaxed atmosphere and yeah um seeing that makes it makes it so much better again more information and you know insight is uh is what has helped me the most so um i didn't have to pay my wife 20 bucks to look like that in the picture either she was happy and smiling that was that was genuine so you know you look back on that picture and then you get nice comments of people saying wow you look relaxed or you look this yeah. and, that. and then you're saying yeah. to yourself wow i really you know i've come a long way in 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 a year and a half you know what i mean so um i still got some work to do but uh you know mm. i'm on yes. my way so yeah, you definitely. Yeah, it's remarkable. I think, but I, you never particularly showed a lot of nervousness when we first spoke. And some people, you know, people, everyone shows it in their own way, don't they? So, uh, um, quite often, when people fly who are scared of flying, they look around and go, "Well, no one else seems to be nervous." But people kind of act. There's a lot of acting going on. Oh, yeah. So some people will show it. Right. But many were like you, where you won't know, and it's all going on inside. You know, and it's like a thought. Yeah, I'm just extremely quiet. I get quiet and I'm just staring straight ahead. You know, I'm not engaged with anyone around me. That's mm -hmm. how I used to be. You know, now I can look around and, and, and look out the window and not stare at the... So you flight. like, you move your head. I, exactly. Wow. I'm not staring straight ahead at a, at a, at, you know, at a... At a to, to do that to yourself is, 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 yeah. is not good. Like, yeah. to not take in the experience, you know? You're not. I don't fly every day, obviously. Mm. Um, so for me, it's 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 the thing that I like to. I'm interested in. Uh, I've always been. It never. It never. The thought of it never scared me. I I always marvelled at it, to be quite honest. And uh, to now, like I said, be able to sit there and actually enjoy it and not, you know, not go crazy in my mind is is. Mm. Get it. That's why I. Again, I always reach out to you or I say, uh, what can I do to help someone, you know, yeah. beside you're me, really, you know what really I mean? Good. Because really it's, uh, it's, it's just so nice to help someone and to have someone, I know how good it feels to, mm. you know, feel better. So what, what's your theory then? Why, if it's one in five out of fear of flying, what, what's your theory of why so many? I think it has to do with 
for me, it's got to be the control. It's got to be the control. You're out of control. Uh, you have no control. Again, mm. you know, when we're on the ground driving, we think we have control. We're just fooling ourselves. We, you, you don't. You have more control than you do when you're flying. But when you're on a train, you, I can't see what's happening. Uh, you know, you're on a bus. You can't really see what's going on. So you, you're trusting those people to do what they have to do. When, when, you, when I heard you first say that, you know, and, and start to talk about the training, you don't realize how difficult it is and how they do keep checking to make sure that these people are, you know, up and up. We, you hear the odd story about a pilot drinking or something or all of this. But, and, and, and the guy sitting next to him is on that flight, too. Probably is the guy who says, hey, you know, maybe this isn't a good idea for you to be flying us, you know. So if there's checks and, that, and that's what's mm -hmm. good, you know. Yeah, and there's a lot of crap in the media about that sort of stuff because yeah. we had a pilot that was offloaded uh, and he was doing the ketone diet, you know, the, the Amazon, and apparently it creates certain fumes when you do a breathalyzer. Oh, uh, really? It's very similar to alcohol, you know, so it was in ketosis. I think that's the correct terminology. Yes. So that was all in the media, obviously completely cleared. But that sort of, with the random sort of drug, and these people, you know, what people have to, I always say to people is that, you know, it's the job. It's not like, it's literally, if you do anything, that's your career. It's not like you can go and work for another airline. That's your license gone. And so pilots take it very seriously, you know, because it's just, it's just not worth it. Very, you know, very good. I mean, it takes so long, costs so much money, and you've got to be so motivated to even get to that point, you know, to get in the airlines that people will see. They've done so much to get there that it's just they don't want to throw it away, you know. So it's, but it's easy to sort of, you know, I see stuff in the media quite often, I, and it makes me want to, you know, I'm not quite at the stage yet of shouting at the telly, but I'm not not far off, you know, because yeah. I just think that is something. And the films, some of the rubbish they put in films, you know, the only one that was good was the the Sully, Captain Sully one, that one. That. I mean, there may have been a bit of dramatization, but I read his book, yeah. and it was pretty right. true to that. So I thought, well, that's that's good because normally they just it's just nonsense. They, you know, they <laughs> like the pilots sat there wearing their hats, <laughs> wrestling with the controls. You know, just thought, what? You know, it's just such rubbish. And and <laughs> what's good is you have a platform to turn that around. You know what I mean? That's that's what's so good because. Mm. At, growing up what do you see you see that stuff you don't yeah you, know, you, you didn't have the information and that's why you know like you said you you're you're convincing yourself and and training your brain in a bad way yeah and that's why you have to you know untrain it you know well, these pilots are just they're just so amazing we had there's one called ralph who's, all, who's also on episode 100 and uh he worked with me years ago at the beginning and we were doing this because I still run one-to-one -one courses and, and Ralph was uh, the pilot. So we get to this simulator and we, we stood there. He's got his uniform on and there's there's somebody there who's going to work, control, you know, the, the machine side of it. And he says, so, right, uh, who's the pilot then? And, uh, we all looked and said, well, you are. He said, well, I don't fly this aircraft type. And not one of us had thought to actually check that it was the right simulator. Right. And so we've got a client there who's waiting, you know, so we're thinking, so he asked, he literally asked the, the, the chap working the controls and he asked some couple of 
piloty type questions. And then he flew this aircraft. And it was just, he said, well, you know, it's obviously laid out completely differently too. But the basics are the same, you know. And he yeah. was able to help this person get over the fear of flying, fly the bloody thing. And I was just like, remarkable. Because these simulators, we were in one the other day, me and Captain Steve and, and somebody else, helping somebody else. And when you're in there, it's a flight. You know, you just, it feels the same. It makes the noises. It, when it, if you do a bumpy landing, you feel it. You know, it's, a, it's amazing. It's an absolutely amazing. stunning. Well, I, you know, I, and I will take into consideration that you, uh, on one of your earlier podcasts, one pretty recent, you said, uh, you know, it takes... Uh, all your limbs to be able to uh, to fly a plane. You said much like a drummer. So yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, right away that I said, well, maybe I can, maybe I can be a pilot then. <laughs> well, you've definitely got that up. And the other thing is, I was just thinking that you're talking about anticipatory anxiety, but you're a performer. Yeah. So you must have strategies and resources to be able to deal with that because you... yes, and and to be quite honest, when I first started performing you know uh, there were things that you know i would get super duper nervous before and most p performers will tell you that that's sort of a good nervous you know that means mm. you know you're ready to go mm. but i mean it would be almost debilitating and uh i had to work through that and it's just like the flying thing i had to work through oh okay i've done this before let me take the next step and if you take it step by step you know slow it's a slow process because i've I've done it for years and years, and it was uh, terrifying. I remember one time I, a friend of mine invited me up to play. You know, I wasn't in the band. My wife and I have, happened to be at, the, uh, at a restaurant, and my friend was playing, and he invited me up to play. And I, you know, that's not me because I wasn't, you know, pre prepared. Yeah, I wasn't ready, yeah. Yeah, so I said, uh, my wife's like, well, you, you know, you kind of have to. So I did, but... I was, and it was fine. It went fine. You know, it just, I'm my biggest critic when it comes to that as well, but uh, it, it was fine. And uh, I got off the stage and I was almost like hyperventilating because mm. I was so, so nervous to like screw up. But again, it, you know, what we, what I know as a musician, uh, if I screw up, sometimes the people watching don't, don't even know, you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, it's sort of like I can compare it to, the flight attendant who I'm sitting in the seat feeling bumps, they're not even, yeah. it's, it's not even registering with them. So it's, it's the, it's the same sort of thing, you know? And uh, it's, it's only because you keep doing it. Like you said, exercising your brain and working and working mm. at it. That's why I practice before I play, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. So, and it's the same sort of thing. I, and, and that's a great link actually. So visualizing and, and going through the motions of thinking, well, I'm going to fly, then going through the checklist before you fly, thinking about your flight, where you're going to go, where you, what's it going to be like, what you're going to take with you. All of this visualization is great practice. And and I love the little phrase you said a minute ago, which is about a good nervous, because there's it's excitement, isn't it? I've, for you know, I'm a public speaker. Uh, I, I love it. Okay, well, I'm in my flow when I'm chatting in front of lots of people. Right. However, to get to that little walk from, you know, a bloke in the audience to that guy up on the stage, <sighs> that man is just terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying, but it's a good nervous. I love that. I'm going to use that. That's mine now. Is that all right? Yeah. 
You can have it. It's Love Fly property. <laughs> Don't forget, good nervous, folks. Good yeah, because you always say, you know, it's excitement. Because uh, you know, your body feels the same stuff. We label it whatever we want, don't we? Yeah, and, and it, it, it's it's like, you know, if, if you maybe if you don't have that sort of uh, nervousness or anticipation, and uh, you're, a lot of people say you're not caring about what you're doing, you know what I mean? So that's also because you want to do well and mm. you want to, you know, you, you want to you want to succeed. Am I succeeding being a passenger? You know, I, I, I don't know if that's quite the same, but succeeding in, in, in being able to do it is 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 important. And you, yeah. know, you shouldn't torture yourself. There's there's absolutely no reason to do that. No, uh, it's, and it is a, I think you can prepare to be a passenger because it's a journey. And if you think, because there's, we had a guy on really early on, Fred Finn, the world's most traveled man, right? One million miles, right? Yeah, yeah, some crazy yeah. Concord guy. And, uh, and his thing is, there's no such thing as jet lag. And uh, that was his, you know, when he goes, to, he speaks all over the world talking about his flying time. And he says, there is no such thing as jet lag. It's just a sort of a media term. You're just tired. You know, you're, you, you just, if you just, if you did 14 hours of traveling anywhere, you'd be knackered. You know, you, you wouldn't be able to sleep right. You'd probably feel a bit all unsettled. He said, it's no, diff it's no different. Add in a bit of dehydration, maybe. He said, but it's just travel. And, and I think I've, I've always held on to that. So I think quite often, and I was saying this recently, that we would never sit for 12 hours and do nothing, would we? You know, we'd always be up and about. So it's it, the whole thing's completely artificial and we're supposed to like it. You know? So yeah. we have to distract ourselves and, and well, how do you chunk feel, up how the do you time. How do you feel when you drive for 14 hours? There's no drive mm. lag. You know, you know you're tired. <laughs> you know, it's not because you're going up in, in, in the sky that you're tired. You're just tired because, like you're saying, you're sitting there. Yeah. You, anywhere you drive for an extended period of time, you feel tired when you you got to get up. You have to stretch. So, again, yeah, like you said, a media term. And mm. I, I never, obviously never really uh, experienced jet lag because I never – traveled that far i have done uh I, i've told you this before i have done a four and a half hour flight before though um when i was younger but back then it was you know it felt like four days because that's when i was really you know I, yeah. I, again and yeah. it was a 20 year gap of uh of flying so that that i don't think there'll ever be uh i know there won't be a 20 year gap ever again you know so again that j just just being able to say that I'm so far ahead of yeah. where I was a year and a half ago that, uh, you know, again, it's not, uh, it's, it's a lot, but I, I've done the work though. That's the thing you have to. And mm. I will, I will say that the, the month before, you know, five, six weeks before I was preparing a little extra, you know, I was listening to stuff and going through the book again and, you know, uh, a little more. Uh, like I said, I follow every week. I listen every week, and uh, I, you know, I'm reading everything on the on the page on the Facebook page. But leading up to it, I did prepare. I mean, I was I was you know I was conscious of it, and I you know I remember you saying one thing. You know, like if 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 you do happen to get on a flight, and then all of a sudden, what if you're, you know, if you you know you may be terrified again or whatever, blah blah blah. And, I just don't want that to happen. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So that's why I just keep at it and just yeah. my, my brain is listening to me now. You eventually, I mean, eventually it will just completely go. 
that's yeah. just what happens, you know, because it, the fear can't deal with what you're doing. It'll just, at some point, it'll just be completely gone and you'll just have a normal amount. You know, like, so I was like talking to somebody. Else. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if I've, I've, I was saying to somebody recently, the only time I've ever been fearful was I w was on a flight and I was asleep and I woke up with a sudden jolt because there was turbulence. I always had my seatbelt on anyway, so I knew I was okay. But, and I felt like the aircraft was leaning over and it was all in my head because it was dark. I couldn't see bugger all. Yeah. And it was a shock. And I had to literally rationalize, right, I'm on an aircraft, it's fine. If it wasn't, they'd tell me. Yeah. You know, we're you know, so but it, it just just for a moment I thought, but that's the difference, you, you know, knowing what's going going on and being able to sort of talk yourself around from it, because it's a normal thing, you know. And if I was sat there quite happily and suddenly we had a, a jolt of turbulence. I would experience exactly the same as everybody else. You know, nobody's like beyond that. No. But the difference is what happens next, isn't it? And that's that's where we get to. It's the same in first class or in the back of the plane. You know, just because you pay more to be somewhere else or pay less to be somewhere else doesn't mean it means absolutely nothing. And that's what I'm glad that I can say to myself now. It doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, we flew on two different aircraft. So on the way down, uh, we left from New York. On the way down to Nashville, it was a uh, the three and three. I forgot what it was. Airbus. Mm. What is it? A three twenty is a small one. I think it's a three twenty. A three twenty. I mean, this. Yeah. I think it's a three twenty. But then coming back, it was the two and two. It was an Embraer, I think, is the name. Oh, of nice. It. Yeah, yeah. E one ninety, and 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 didn't even think about it. Didn't bother me. Nothing. I just nope. Just mm. got on, and it, mm. you know those people. The, the pilot has to get home and. They're flying in the plane, so it, yeah. it's it's good. It's all good. So, you know, in the past, I'd be like, oh, my God, the plane's so small and blah. It's just as powerful, it seemed like. It, it was fine. Yeah. Well, I, I've, I've run fear flying courses on the Embraer and Airbus, Boeings. And sometimes people will have this sort of thing about single R versus two R's and stuff like that. But it's still, they say it's a small aircraft. And so it's got, it's got 90 seats on it. I don't know. How big your house is, but my seat seems pretty big to me. It might not be the configuration you want to see, but it's you know it's so quite a lot of it's what we tell ourselves, is it? I think exactly. We're our own private, I, I guarantee you, everyone would love to fly in a private plane and look how small they are. Mm. Even a big private jet is small. Yeah, well, I had, had somebody the other day talking in the group about that. They're quite nervous about it, but but Captain Chris is doing quite a bit of work. Uh, with those um, Saab 900s at the moment, so he's so I think you know, I always say follow you know follow Captain Chris on Instagram, and you'll see lots of stuff posting about little jets as well. Yeah. And also Heidi Cole taught she was a, she's a private uh, flight attendant. She used to work for like the larger like the Virgins and places, but now she works for private jets. And I was quite surprised at how much they go through as well as as you know because you've listened to the podcast. But it's just. Anything that's up there where it's taking passengers, it's a, it's a commercial flight. And call it yeah. private, call it what you want, business jet. But they're all going for the commercial pilots training, and they all have to go through the safety, and they all get tested all the time. And I've seen the little the simulators are just you know I've got I've walked there's one place where you've got and there's all these different like badges on the side for the different airlines and the air and these little pods 
are all like different ones and you kind of when you go past you go what's that okay well that's a 747 <laughs> that's an a320 that's the biz jet and you go oh wow so they're all in here you know jigging around being put through their paces you know by the likes of captain steve and captain chris so it's just phenomenal Cap captain steve didn't invite me so if i come over he said he did say i can get into a uh yeah a simulator so yeah well i'm sure you can hold him to that yeah he's um he's he's like the um the scarlet pimpernel you know i can't get hold of him half the time he's, yeah. he's buggers off somewhere and then he's back he's around yeah. you know? <laughs> but he's lovely he's such a lovely guy you know? living the, oh man i mean just just great and you know really seems uh sincere uh just like you and in, in wanting to help people and you know he he it, it's almost comical looking at how calm he is about everything you know and he's not you know Obviously, he's up there too, and he's not doing it. You know, it's it's mm. just it's not even a said nothing's a second thought. You know, uh, when it comes to the actual doing it, you know, he's he's been doing it so long, and that's the other thing you have to put in your mind. Like, I think, oh, I'm what am I special? Like, I'm going up one or two times, and like it, you know, it's just he's doing it for 32 years, and he's doing it every day, and there's people who do it every day, or you know, mm. however however often they work, and. You know, it's just like a job. Like I go to my job every day, so you know, if yeah. you think, you know, you start to, you start to break it down into little pieces, and yeah, you know, the difference what... being we don't, we all don't get tested on our ability to do our jobs too. I think that's, no. I think sometimes when you see what they go through, it's just astounding. You know? Sometimes maybe we should. <laughs> you see the way people drive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I think yeah, if you got retested on your driving, how many would keep their license? You know? Oof. I'm telling you, the way people have been driving lately, I I, I don't know. I mean, it's just uh, cutting. Did you want to name anyone? This is no. Chuck, so. <laughs> I just see in general. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. No one in particular. In general. But my neighbor, yeah, so uh, so we're getting near the sort of like the sweet spot now, just under the hour. Yep. Uh, the final Michael wisdom. What What's your kind of top tips from where your journey so far, what you're planning to do for others? My bit, my biggest tip, and I've said it over and over, is just to keep reading and learning and and going over the stuff, uh, like you call it exercise. That's what works for me. Break down, break down the flight if you have to. Break down. Uh, all right, I gotta go to the airport. First thing, I'm gonna check the bag. I'm gonna go through security. You know, I'm, I'm familiar. Familiarize yourself with that. Keep going through that. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna have a cup of coffee. I actually thought about that. You know, oh. I know 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 10,000 feet, we're going to get some coffee because it's a short flight. That, you know, just in that, knowing that that's coming makes mm. me feel calm. I drink my coffee. That's another 20 minutes gone. You know what I mean? So that that's how I get through it too. And the biggest thing for me is I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it for everyone who's traveling with me. Yes. And, you know, the past two times that I have traveled, I haven't had a here oh, you look miserable on the plane or you, you look so nervous or, you know, eat something. And uh, it's just it's just becoming mm -hmm. normal. And, and that's what a great feeling to 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 want to travel and not have to worry, not have to not go somewhere because I, I don't want to get because the transportation. I'm not happy about the transportation, but yeah, so, and not to be a pain in the butt for everyone else. Completely. And, 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 <laughs> and to be honest with you, that 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 was a lot of it. It was a lot of it because I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to travel with someone who, you know, who looked like that or had that like look, you know, about them. That's it. And, and keep up with all the stuff. I, you know, 
I find that when I read somebody's comment or I'll, I'll comment on somebody's thing and, and share the knowledge, help someone else too, because, mm. you know, that also helps you uh, knowing that you're helping someone else. And, and you know what? Oh, man, I'm a little bit of a veteran at this. You know, like I feel like I've been in this sort of at the infancy. You know, you take a little pride in that, too, because, you know, you've been part of the community and yeah. you're still working on it. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're growing it with you, you know. So I expect some stock options very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't hear you. This is a really bad signal. Sorry is about that. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> But no, you you give it in uh, what you've given me personally and and everybody. I mean, uh, it's just been invaluable, and you you know you're very generous with the uh, with the knowledge and the time and stuff. So sh I won't no, tell anybody. That's enough of that. That's Nobody's enough. listening. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody heard that. Well, one. the most selfish thing you can do is help others. <laughs> it feels massively rewarding, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm completely selfish. That's it, uh, Michael. Awesome. Give us a shout when you're over here. Uh, I want to hear when you're going to Aruba. I want to know about yes. that. Stick it in the group so we can uh, we can all be jealous. And then sure. when you're over here, you can tap up Steve Ball, that yes. promised little sim thing, and you know, and a, and a warm pint somewhere. All right, you you buy the beer. I'm buying the Man U tickets. Although your dad's gonna probably want to come, not not you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm not a big fan, but he'll be there. Yeah. He looks like me with, with hair, they, oh, which is wow, just hair. not right. It's not That's right. not right. It's not right. But there Look, you go. What listen, can you do? Who needs hair? We exactly. don't need it. Exactly. Yeah, right? it's, it's just it's just extra hassle, isn't it? Let's be honest. I get out of the house even quicker without it. Who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I console myself with every day. That's right. <laughs> Michael Toloni. Awesome, mate. Thanks very much. And I'm very grateful for your time coming back. Podcast number three. And, I thought uh, I was going to be episode 100. That's what I was shooting for. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Sorry. I, I was trying to think. 103 is not bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think it's really good. And and, and I just, I, I had a sort of idea, you know, like episode 50 was a, a bit of a goof off. Uh, episode 100, I thought, let's get some pilots here. Normal people yeah, just course. having a bit of talk. Again, but threw a bunch of questions out. So hopefully everybody will enjoy that one because it's quite a little bit lighthearted. You know, and, I always uh, like speaking or listening to the pilots. You know, I love that. Thank you for what you do and keep doing thank it, Michael. And, uh, keep moving forward, mate. It's brilliant stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.